Hello and welcome back to the Waypoint Set Podcast. I usually have uh, some funny intro. I, it, it, this week's a lot more relaxed than usual, mostly because we don't have that much to talk about. Um, so, you know, chill vibes, chill, everything's cool, everything's uh, everything's grand. Um, state of Florida is a war zone now. Uh, <laughs> wear your, please wear your mask. I'm I'm as relaxed as I can be. Um, You know, let let me start by saying, guys, please wear your masks. Please stay indoors. Stay stay at home. It does not lower your blood oxygen level. First of all, if you really can't breathe with a mask on, then buy a face shield. Buy a face shield if you absolutely have to be that dramatic. Um, You'll look like fucking Master Chief or something. Um, Men. Shit, um, I don't know what else. I saw this tweet. I forgot who said it, but it was like, if you if you wear the mask, you'll be a Mortal Kombat character, and women will want, will want to have sex with you. So you know what? If you need that little confidence boost, do that. Um, anyway, welcome to the Waypoint Set Podcast. This week's host CJ joining me, my co-host Christine. Hello. And a very special special guest. He's been on the podcast before, but I'm going to give him a chance to sort of introduce himself, um, as usually as usual I'm trying to do with my guests. He is a a streamer. He, a man of many interests, um, one of the few Canadians to actually answer me back, um, if you'd believe. <laughs> I, <laughs> um, I don't know what it is. I'm, I'm likable, you know? All right. Uh, anyway, um, good friend, Igloo. From the aloof Canadian north. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so yes, as I said, um, why don't you give us give us a little bit about yourself? You know, I I know you've been on before, but I I, I really want to like have the guests sort of um, explain what they're all about, what kind of games like sort of define you, what sort of like culture sort of defines you, what do you do, why are you worthy for this podcast? Oh, aside well, I'm from worthy. The, oh my god. Yes. Aside <laughs> aside from me. Oh no, you actually answered your DMs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so as you said, I, I stream uh, pretty regularly on Twitch. Uh, I do variety stream mainly. Um, you know, my kind of flagship thing is I, ha- you know, when I am able to stream, I try to do a uh, stream where I'm usually painting miniatures. Uh, it gives me a chance to keep the hands busy while I chat away with the with the folks in chat. Usually, talk a variety of stuff. Pretty nerdy most of the time. Okay, really, really nerdy stuff. Um, but, you know, we tend to, you know, talk the gamut of things, whether it's, uh, you know, the latest in nerddom or, uh, you know, uh, pop culture to, you know, current events, um, you know, social issues, stuff like that. It's pretty, pretty diverse. Um, usually in that chat, like, completely messing with the uh, the flow of things. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, pity, my, pity. <laughs> my chat is infamous for derailing me. So uh, it's funny because usually I'm when I uh, I I stream with a buddy of mine who's you know I like to say he's my sidekick, um, and it's he's always like you know uh, pointing the finger at me saying like you hardly paint you get almost nothing done compared to what I do and I'm like well that's not necessarily true. I like pitting uh, you two against each other in chat. Like I like I like just stoking the uh, the flames there. Oh, it doesn't take much. <laughs> we got some hot button topics for sure. <laughs> Get us talking about Star Wars. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> um all right but yeah so you, these variety streams like you you so you paint it's you talk a lot about um about almost anything 
and it, it is it's entertaining i love it it's like this weird like twisted version of like bob ross's show on pbs yeah um i so what what are the sort of like uh the sort of games or the sort of like uh pieces of, of pop culture that sort of define you like what 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 when when people ask what you like what do you usually tell them well uh i you know i will not disclose my age because that would be rude <laughs> Uh, but I was I'm, not told, a... <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a child of the 70s, believe it or not, uh, which I know a lot of people go, what the hell is this old guy doing on Twitch? Uh, good question. I have no idea what I'm doing there. Uh, oh, but I think they need it in another sense. Like, how did he get here? Oh, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. And they're like, how did he get here? Oh, wait, that's what you mean. Um no, and and so like my my rooting and a lot of like nerddom is really kind of from that early, um, you know, from those formative years back in the seventies. It was it was kind of a budding time for uh, um, sci-fi and fantasy, which is which is of course the gateway drug to all things nerdy, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> you start usually some kind of favorite thing in in media, and then it just pulls on from there. And you know, I was. You know, I, I grew up as a kid with you know two working parents, and there was a lot of being shoved in front of a TV in my early years, which, you know, I, I will I can safely say yes, Sesame Street raised me as well as like a bunch <laughs> of Saturday morning cartoons, a lot of Star Trek, <laughs> just and so on and so forth. I could probably name you like movies and shows that you were probably like I've never heard of this. But, yep. Yeah, some weird like VHS you probably watched <laughs> the like. Some so some many some dude who's like high on on something that you've never heard of like recommend like probably gave you <laughs> yeah but uh, like gaming wise most of most of the stuff I'm into is PC gaming uh, mm-hmm. uh, that's that's kind of where I'm rooted but you know was really into the um, you know those early consoles you know the first couple of Nintendo consoles PlayStation. Um, so I do love the retro scene a lot. It's that's actually kind of where I get excited when I'm seeing other folks playing, or you know, games that emulate that stuff. It's like low res graphics. I don't know, man. Like that, <laughs> that stuff's hot. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do, I do enjoy these AAA games too. At times, awesome. That's that's where a lot of the cool shit's at. Awesome, awesome. That's cool. Okay, so we have that. Um, I the only question I have uh, to you too, like I, I want to start off with like a, a hot button, a big Uh-oh. thing, and yeah, I know. Okay, so this is real. So lately, I've been watching. Um, I've been rewatching Community. Um, phenomenal show. I think it's probably like one of my like one of my favorite sitcoms ever. And a lot of that show is based around the uh, sort of the TV we grew up with, or specifically the TV Dan Harmon grew up with, and a lot of the things that we grew up, um, well, he grew up with. So my question to you, and I know, and I, I know we have a very diverse uh, set of age groups. Um, I'm not, I'm not saying anything. <laughs> I'm not insinuating anything. I'm not. It's, don't take it personally. Maybe. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> um, no, but I, I want to ask. So, like, nostalgia pandering does it work? What, what is like the one thing that you, that you'll go crazy for if they were dangled in front of you? And I'll ask Christine. We talked about this before in the podcast, but is there any, is there anything that that someone can throw in front of you that'll that'll automatically take you back to a certain time um like in general media or like video games and stuff anything and video games movies things like that of that nature like like the the way like community sort of does right i'm trying to think you kind of put me on the spot 
I don't know. Because a lot of the stuff that they, like, for example, have remade from, like, our time to, like, now just do not attract me whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So I'm not exactly sure. Like, I don't really have, like, a movie or, like, in, like, um, what is that called? An aesthetic that it's, like, oh, yeah, that's that would bring me back to a specific time, per se. Okay. Unless we're talking about, like, um, early 2000s Taco Bells, and that's different. Yes. But- that, that the aesthetic yeah. of, of like that weird southwestern uh design colored thing yes but besides that um no not really mm, okay yeah no right. i think about it no how about you Ava? i assume this is a topic that's probably like uh, you're an expert in <laughs> nostalgia my whole life is nostalgia um <laughs> what gets me going back um you know, I'll I'll tell you the biggest one, especially from recent years, was when when they redid XCOM. Like, oh okay, that got me going because X the the original XCOM games. That was like one of the first games that I was playing just heavily, 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 and I love those turn based strategy games from that that early era of PC gaming. I don't know, they, they were just perfect for what they were, and, and XCOM in particular was. It was. Like it almost had like this horror element, which was big for me because horror was such a key genre in the late eighties. Mm-hmm. Not that you know, not that I know much about the late eighties. You know, not <laughs> calling out age or anything, but um, <laughs> it, it was like you know, I don't know what it was. I, I don't, I can't explain to you why. You know, folks my age, we just got so into horror movies. You know, in you know, in, in our teens to our young adults uh, ages, it was like such a big thing. And it was funny that this, you know, dorky little tile-based, turn, turn-based yeah. strategy game was it, like, it really had this great element. Like, like I'm telling you, like every weekend after I was finished classes, uh, I was turning, you know, turned on the computer and I'd load up XCOM and I'd be playing away and like, Sure enough, I'd be jumping to that game, which is ridiculous, right? If you'd ever seen the original XCOM, you'd have to be thinking, there's nothing scary about this. But let me tell you, when, when it first came out, you know, that first time, uh, uh, you know, uh, what is it? Chrysalid, I think was the name of the aliens. They'd like come and jump on you and put like an alien egg in you. Like, you know, you know, uh, not knocking off on uh, aliens at all. Totally not. Um, and when one of those things came around the corner, it's seriously like I would jump. I'd be like, crap! And that was it. Like, Because <laughs> I knew I'd be dead. Yeah, like that horror in particular. Like okay. anything tied to horror, just, that always brings me back the most. Nice. Um, it's funny though. Yeah, I agree. Like, um, what is it? I played XCOM 2 recently. Like, I think a few, a few years back, they, they released it free on PS Plus. And I played it for the first time. The XCOM 2 being the um, the sequel to the reboot. Um, and yeah, those, those aliens are terrifying. Especially when you have like that 90% chance to like fire. It's a hit and it doesn't land. Um, <laughs> for me, um, I mean, this entire podcast is built around the things I like. Because I'm, I'm, a, I'm a broken man child. Um, <laughs> but like I talk about, I talk a lot about, um, you know, stuff like... Um, today someone posted a tweet saying oh give us your most controversial sonic opinion and i and i tweeted you know it's one of those things like where if you didn't grow up with it you're not gonna like it now you're like you're not gonna understand what the appeal is now um so it's something like that right where things like uh sonic uh kingdom hearts things like um like 
yeah, Tony Hawk. A lot of those things I grew up with. I, if I didn't grow up with them, I probably wouldn't be as interested in them now. So when you dangle something in front of me, I feel I almost feel forced to like take like gl- to glance over. Um, as far as like anything else, if they were to throw something at me now that I probably haven't seen in a while, that's a hard one too. That's 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 a very hard one too because again, I I, I like too many things because I'm just a monster. Um, but yeah, that's sort of our little intro. Um, I be, there, again, there's not a lot of news this week. There are two big trailers, two big reveals that I want to talk about. Um, first things first, just because Igloo is you know the Star Wars fanatic here. Um, can you give me a quick uh your your, your quick thoughts on the Squadrons, the new uh, EA game? We talked about it last week with EA's like a uh, whole little press conference thing. But I just want to know what you think. Um, cautiously optimistic, right? All um, right. Keep in mind, I did buy the new Star Wars Battlefront game. Um, I was not impressed with it though, and oh, man, love, and it really. I I really I was really left yearning for something more. Like okay. even when they did Battlefront Two, and it was just like eh, it's still not right. Like certain things, like flying ships, like ergonomically, it's it's not great because um, you're moving pretty, f- and and not just flying ships. So even the uh, was it the uh, speeders, speeder yeah, bikes. Yeah. Oh my god, it's the most unfriendly thing ever, and it's just too much trial and error. I thought was. You know, uh, that was my experience. Um, so I was really put off. But then, uh, uh, you know, the the new uh, d- the game that they just did uh, earlier in the year, the uh, what was it, Fallen Order. Yeah. Wow. Like, it's so good. My sidekick Hughes is playing it right now. He's trying to 100% some stuff. And he's just, he's like so, you know, he's so into it. And uh, yeah, like both my boys in my house have played it. Like you know, we're, we're like we're digging that one. So um, it's it is short though. Um, so I'm hoping that maybe they've learned some lessons since you know uh, since Battlefront, and hopefully we're gonna. Um, I, I, I'm hoping this is gonna fill in a gap that like I felt like Battlefront didn't give us. Like, Did you play like the old school flight sims, like the Star Wars ones? Did you play X Wing? Did you play? Um... Like I think stuff like that. Tie, tie fighter, uh, tie fighter, yeah. yeah. I know. Okay. It's like <laughs> every person who's got a little bit of like sociopathy to them played tie fighter at some point. Yes, because they <laughs> wanted to be. They they they, they want to role play as the uh, space Nazis. Yes. Everyone does. That's why this game is appealing to so much. All right, so that's it. No more Star Wars ever. We're not talking about that again. Um. All right. So we got two big, big reveals for two games that we've known about for the longest time. Um. The way I'm going to do this. I'm going to say my piece first, like I usually do, and then I'll, I'll throw it to the panel. So since there's only two, what do you guys want to talk about first? Do you want to talk about Avengers or do you want to talk about Cyberpunk? I'm leaning towards talking about Cyberpunk last because it's more meaty, but I'll, I'll leave it to you two. I think the same thing. I yeah, think. I'm cool with that. Okay, so Avengers. Ugh. All right, so here's the thing with Avengers. This game was I, I okay, we got one really great superhero game in 2018 with Spider Man, right? Showed us that Marvel, you know, when they push a lot of um, when they push money to a, a really competent developer, they can achieve anything. And I think we can all agree that it it, it achieved like pretty. It was a pretty damn good game. Um, this game, 
Crystal Dynamics is um who who you all may know as the developers behind Gex and the Tomb Raider reboot uh, reboot trilogy. They are they've been working on this forever. It was announced in 2017. We finally got gameplay of it in uh, E3 last year, and then we got more now. What the fuck is this game? Because it's no like idea. A, yeah, it's like a weird action adventure game with destiny elements, like you know, with like the weird leveling systems and loot uh, things. All the characters look like weird mismatch mismatch <laughs> versions of like their MCU <laughs> counterparts. Um, New York, um, what is it? The New York Times Square character. Yes, they do. Holy <laughs> shit. Um, Hulk looks weird. It's weird. So me personally, what do I think of like what we saw and the game overall? Um, I like that Modox in it because it's cool mm-hmm. to see like such a weird Marvel villain like at the forefront of a of of a property this big. Um, that's it. I don't like the way it plays. It looks clunky. It looks gross. Um, I didn't purposely didn't watch the War Room um, trailer the because that whole presentation was probably was a mess uh, since they decided to. Uh, so one of their one of their employees was a former IG editor who is now accused of some very very gross shit. So I there's probably more I'm missing, but I didn't want to watch all that. So I watched the, that the gameplay trailer and the the story trailer. Gameplay trailer showed off Thor. It looked fine, but I just know controlling that's probably going to be gross and awful, and I'm probably going to throw my controller across the room. Um, Crystal Dynamics is a very competent team. Again, they 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 made like they rebooted Tomb Raider pretty successfully even though i'm not a fan of those games specifically but man i am not looking forward to this game at all at all and i love good superhero games like you know, so i don't know it it pains me to say that this, this this will probably not be for me uh all right christine how about you what do you think um yeah i agree i'm not interested in it whatsoever it looks very weird i mean I don't know, it would be kind of confusing going into it if you're used to the movies because none of the characters look remotely alike. So, I'm, yeah, I'm not too keen on it. You're not in, all right, no. how about you, Igloo? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to agree <laughs> with the two of you. Like, I, there's, there was nothing that got me revved. You know, like, I watched the trailer and I'm like, oh, okay, oh, you know, like, like when you have those light, bits of excitement but like it never didn't get revved up like i didn't get really excited for the game um you know i I mean at first i kind of had this oh hey that's cool they're gonna they're gonna focus on kamala khan i I thought that was interesting you know yeah yeah that's that was pretty dope yeah we don't get too infrequently we don't get to see these like c-list uh marvel characters and especially a lot of them are fan favorites and it's you know it's kind of cool to see you know, her get some some time in one of these games, but then like I don't know, like I didn't I didn't feel any kind of like emotion from the trailer at all. Like I <laughs> I was pretty detached from it. And then uh, I don't know the act the the gameplay with Thor was like I don't know. It looked and kind of felt like it was more button mashy. And you know, I mean that's at least appearance wise, it just felt like yeah, whoever was doing it was just like you know, hammering, you know, uh, triangle, 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 X, yes. you know, like, uh, I don't know, that didn't, that doesn't get me excited. Um, can you give me a little bit of your, your sort of comic history? Christina and I have talked in the past about, like, the MCU and the uh, sort of, uh, our, our sort of take on these movies, but what about, uh, you know, you, like, what, what's your sort of, uh, history with this stuff? Uh, my first Marvel, uh, my first Marvel. <laughs> wow 
there, there's an, uh, another podcast for you to do sometimes, CJ. Just yeah. talk to people. What's your first Marvel? What's um, your first Marvel? <laughs> uh, actually, it was uh, back when uh, when the Simonsons uh, were doing the, uh, inks and uh, art for X Factor. So there was a period of a, I can't remember, it was a couple of years at least, where they were doing uh, X Factor, which was kind of the, uh, at that time, it was the original uh, X-Men lineup uh, and it, you know, because at that time uh, that time the X-Men consisted of the actual X-Men title consisted of uh, Wolverine and Storm and uh, I can't remember who else I think Havoc and uh, uh, there was a couple others oh man it's been a while but <laughs> then so then the original lineup so Iceman, Beast you know uh Marvel Girl, well, Jean Grey, <laughs> yeah, uh, Cyclops, you know, they were all they were all you know uh, clustered together in X Factor, which was when the Simonsons were in. I don't know, it just looked unlike anything else at that time. Uh, it was really vivid and different because the Simonsons like that kind of like uh, a lot of their style has like like a lot of cool geometry to it and everything. It just looks really rad. Okay. So, you know. Yeah, I didn't get much into the um, much into the other titles until later on. I collected a little bit of Iron Man. Uh, the next biggest thing I got into with Marvel wise was uh, Spider Man. Like when Todd, especially just before Todd McFarlane started picking up on oh it, man, I, I okay, <laughs> um, coolest run of Spider Man ever for God sure. Damn. I love Todd's art, but man, that's all I'll say. <laughs> um okay so avengers is done I, I assume that's it like we're not talking about this game anymore right i think so all right perfect um we'll see it and i think it comes out in november it was delayed again till november so <sighs> i guess we'll see should delay it definitely <laughs> doesn't like the marvel company like donate to trump's campaign or something like that yeah, yeah, we're all on that. There's a, there's a lot riding on this game. Like, trust me. Okay, <laughs> I'm not lot. on Twitter, so I don't know. Like there's that. a lot on this game. So listen, listen. Let's just see what happens. Um, I, I, I hopefully we see more. Like, I want to see. I really want to see what what I what what comes out of this. My fear is, I don't know why they didn't just make a straightforward action adventure game instead of making like this weird loot driven RPG that's similar to Destiny. It looks like an app, in all honesty, like an iPhone app. Like a spin-off iPhone app. Damn, that's, yeah. that's cold. Um, we'll see. Like, the thing is, again, Spider-Man was great, because they were like, oh, okay, let's just make a basic-ass game, but you can swing around. That's fun. Why can't we just do that with, like, flying around as Iron Man? <sighs> oh, well. All right, up next. So, this is the big one. So, let me give a little bit of, of my background with it. So, Cyberpunk 2077 was a game I was never particularly excited for. I wasn't that big into The Witcher 3. And I know everyone else loves it. I know it's like this, like excellent, like one of the best RPGs ever. But to me, it, it really didn't click for me because that combat is terrible. Um, Cyberpunk, all these trailers came out. It looked whatever. Even the Keanu Reeves reveal didn't really hook me. This last trailer I sent you guys that showed off with the uh, the what is it the the sort of nightlife in. In, in in the city i sent you guys the ign gameplay i'm fully hooked on this game 100 i think this will be my new red dead 2 i think i will live in this game for a long time i'll probably never beat it 
Like it's like it took me, you know, it took it took me like two years to be Red Dead Two. This will take me like three years. Um, I love the. I'm not even a big cyberpunk like person. Like the uh, the sort of like aesthetics and everything. That's not really my jam. I really like Blade Runner, but that's about it. But I love the the detail. I love the the choices in like how you can customize your gender, uh, the gender of your character. I love the the gunplay looks good. That was my biggest fear. They're like, oh, they're they're gonna make a shooter, but it's not gonna play well. No, gunplay looks fast, fury. It looks so damn good. I'm all in. I 100% in. This this is it. This will probably be like my most played game of 2020. Um, Christine, what do you think so far? What do you, what do you think of what you saw? Um, well, I mean, I like it so far. It kind of gives me like Watchdog Two vibes. I don't know if <laughs> you get that too. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I liked The Witcher 3 a lot, so I'm, you know, hoping that the same kind of, I guess, vibes goes on to this one, um, but I'm digging it. I do like, you know, the customization, and I do like just, like, the colors and everything in the story looks really interesting, so I'm kind of hyped for it, but I'm trying not to get my hopes too high because I still haven't finished The Witcher 3, and hopefully this one isn't as massive as it, so... I guess it's kind of like a wait and see. You're probably out of luck. I think it's even bigger. Yeah. <laughs> Just what they had, what they showed off and everything. How about you, Igloo? What do you think? What's what's your what's the verdict on this? Oh, I think it's going to... I don't know when I'll pick it up and play it, but it's definitely going to be on the list. Um, yeah, look, customization, great. Um, you know, gun. Uh, the gunplay seems to be pretty you know off the hook like that i can't remember if it's in the trailer or if it was another video i saw where the guy's in a car and there's they're being chased by a van he leans out of the car shoots behind at the van chasing him like what that's you know it's been a while since i've seen a game try to emulate that type of action and it i mean it looks good i mean it looks way better than say i mean think there was a similar scene back oh god I'm gonna date myself here again, but when the <laughs> the Matrix, oh, ent- into the Matrix, into the Matrix, or enter the Matrix, I think was the game, right? The, yeah, the PS2 game. Yeah, it's the the game that takes place in between the second and third movie. Yeah, and it's also <laughs> canon question mark. I think oh that's what God. it was. Yeah, it has a chase scene that, like, I was like, I was a little bit worried because I'm like, yeah, sure, the graphics are updated, but could it? You know, I remembered how badly that played and how much I was into that game or wanted to be into that game. Um, and, I, and so I was like, oh, no, I got bad feelings. But then, like, you know, watching it and seeing how, yeah, for sure, you're just lining up on the target and just blazing away. Holy cow. I mean, that that's good action. Like, uh, I'm pretty I'm pretty gung ho for it, for sure. Um, you know, I, I'm so in, again, I think it's less about the, the sort of individual gameplay stuff, which is important to me. I think combat's so, an important thing in, a, in an RPG. Um, that's why the, the Witcher didn't click with me because that combat is so bad. I'm sorry. But the, the world itself, I, one of the things I like about Red Dead 2, and I'll talk about later with when I talk about Last of Us Part 2, is that I like games that like, where the gameplay and story mesh together in a way that makes you want to live in this world that makes, that makes you a part of the world, not just a, a spectator. And I like that this is, like, doing everything. I like that you can talk to, like, anyone. I like that they're including, uh, you know, like, what the IGN uh, gameplay video was like. Oh, there's, like, you know, men, women, children, sex workers, um, shop owners, 
the interactions are like incredibly dynamic and varied. There's like a scene where he was holding a guy up at a, at a shop. The, the driving looks pretty cool. You know, the, the, the detail is amazing. Um, I, I am truly, truly like impressed. It has me hooked now. I am 100% in my poor PlayStation is going to kill itself trying to run this game um the, the good thing is i think if you buy it on ps4 or xbox one they'll upgrade the they'll upgrade automatically to the next versions so this will probably be that, that, that the perfect game for that Come, uh, comes out in november also um but yeah i'm in i'm in um the my 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 only fear is i know cd project red has been in like hot water especially with like their handling of like trans issues and handling of like crunch um but so I'm not. I'm trying not to get too excited, obviously. But we'll see. I, I I think this will be. I think this will be pretty good. At you know, at the most, I think what at worst it'll be okay. That's what I say about most of these big AAA games. At, at worst, <laughs> it'll be like eh, it'll be decent. But then, at at best, it'll probably be one of the greatest RPGs of all time. And I guess that does it. Do you guys have anything else to say about Cyberpunk? Anything else that you want to add? Um, I it's it's just. I'm now I want it and, and I'm mad. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you, like, definitely from the trailers and stuff, it looks like they definitely captured a lot of the, a lot of the feel and themes from the original, like, like the original cyberpunk role-playing game, like, Tanya, back in the day, folks loved that. I never got too into it with, that was kind of periphery thing, but, you know, I had so many friends that were into it and they were talking about, oh, you know, I got to you know, I got like a hacker who does this and that and like, and, and they just, they would tell you these stories and it was just so immersive and stuff talking about how, you know, they would do a run on a corporation and there was like one guy who was jacked in and two other people who were standing guard and you're trying to figure out, oh, how, you know, how do we, we can't unjack our buddy until he gets to this point and, you know, they're taking out like a hit squad that's coming after them from the corporation, like. And it, and it's and you just see that in this game, you know, the, these corporate thugs that just kind of come after people, and and uh, you know they, they seem to be the law over <laughs> over the law itself. Like those themes, man. Like that's like that's the core to Cyberpunk, and it's it's pretty apparent that it's all there. So, hopefully... do you think it'll be as like expansive and as like massive as like a tabletop RPG could? Like I'm saying, is like, do you think it'll be like on par with that? Like obviously they got to limit some stuff though because it's a game. There's only so much. But do you think it'll it'll store, it'll capture that feel of like playing a tabletop RPG? Well, this is always the this is always the trick for the folks who are developing RPG games is that you know when when you have a first person perspective, a lot of the RPG action kind of gets lost in mm. in your environment, right? Um, yeah. and this has always been, you see the developers, they struggle with this all the time. And, you know, why a lot of people who do like first person style games, they'll, they'll, you know, a lot of times they'll just, you know, I remember like back with World of Warcraft, especially when, when that was the thing, uh, man, folks, like when they started putting the icons on the map, it's like, no, this is exactly where you have to go. Like, folks raved over that. It's like, no, it was dumb to hunt around the map to try to find the <laughs> one thing that we wanted. It was not good. And it'll be interesting to see how this game tries to handle that that type of stuff. Because, yeah, you don't want to chase around the map to find one person, you know. Yeah. Especially if it's related to the action, to keep the main uh, storyline going. 
Um, it, but on on the flip side, there is also a bit of a, a, a snag with trying to do things like, you know, really capture stuff like if I have, if my character is built around, say, more like intelligence-based or social-based stats, mm-hmm. how does that translate, and especially in a game that's more first-person? Um, now, some games do it really well, Skyrim, uh, <laughs> which I stay away from because it, it's 2D. <laughs> it's too okay. much, you know. My, my, my buddy, he, it's funny, he and his wife, they, they played the same game completely different ways. She's like going around, finding things, crafting all the time. She'll like make a hundred of one item because she's trying to corner the market. And in the meantime, you know, Hughes is like going out and he's like beelining it to the next big thing and he'll farm like one creature and then it's like thump, 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 and go on to the don't next talk creature. about staring because now I'm going to have to download it on my Switch again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't, even, don't even talk about that. Uh, Christine, let me ask you something. Does the, it being a first person game scare you? Um, I've never been really good at first-person games, but it won't really, like, deter me, you know? Do you, like, are you, okay, are you also afraid of how overwhelming it might be? Uh, yeah, for okay. sure. Was The Witcher overwhelming to you? Like, with the amount of stuff they threw at you? Or did you find it a little bit easier to kind of get um, through? Um, like, certain things were easy to grasp. Other things it was kind of like, I guessed and hoped for the best, like, as far as, like, Things like runes go, and um, what was that game called again? The the card game. Once. I Once. never learned how to play it just because I didn't have the patience to sit there and like <laughs> read through it. Because I'm like I'm trying to play the story, you know. Um, I I never found it like overwhelming. I just mm-hmm. never felt like I had enough time, like personally, to do much and like a dent in it. So. Okay. So like with with Cyberpunk, are you afraid of that? Are you afraid of like because um, that they played so people the bunch of journalists and critics played four hours of it, and they said that that wasn't even enough to scratch the surface. Does that scare you? I mean, it does and it doesn't. Like it does because I know I'll probably never have time to like like feel it in all its glory. But at the same time, it doesn't because I know it's not like some sort of barrier that like you need to have a specific skill to do it to play it. You get me? Okay. So, yeah. All right. So there's Cyberpunk. My 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 next Red Dead. Um. Other than that, I guess we'll go now. We'll talk about what we've been up to this week. Uh, the things we've been playing. Let me let me sort of say I'm going to start with really quickly with one thing because the publisher sent me a code for this a while ago and I want to talk about it now. Shantae and the Seven Sirens. It is this delightful um, platforming game with a beautiful, beautiful. Uh, I, I've never played a Shantae game before. They, they are these like 2D platformers with this sort of hand-drawn anime style by way forward who i love to death um they're like metroidvanias mixed with, for those who don't know what a metroidvania is um essentially a, you, you have this large map and some areas are closed off until you get certain powers here she is she she can transform into like different animals to get through like different dungeons and stuff i didn't really like this game too much it wasn't my style um, I, as far as platformers go, I'm more into like a straightforward, let me get from point A to point B and jump on things. This one required a bit more. Um, it's not bad though. I, it's not like terrible, terrible, terrible. I think it, it, there's a lot of merit to it, but it's not my cup of tea. Um, style is great. I love the, the animated cutscenes by, uh, by Studio Trigger. I love the, I, I played River City Girls last year, same, uh, same studio. And I, I, I appreciated that one because it was a straightforward beat em up. This one just kind of lost me i felt overwhelmed 
but you know, I'm glad I gave it a shot. I have mad props to a way forward for sending me the code. And then that's my piece on that. I'll talk later about what else I'm going to play. Uh, everything else. Uh, Christine, let me throw it to you. What's new? I assume I'm going to ask, what's new in Animal Crossing <laughs> this week? Um, I haven't been playing that much, but there is, I think, this July 3rd, um, which is fine by me because this is a new holiday we're going to celebrate instead of the 4th of July. Um, they're releasing, like I guess, an expansion where you could go swimming in your town. Swimming? Yeah. Everyone's freaking out. <laughs> so, like, I'm down for that. Um, I haven't really read much into it because I'm like, I'll just wait to see. But mm-hmm. besides that, like, yeah, I've mostly just been playing to, like, check on, like, um, the items in my store. And that's basically been it. All right. All right. What else have you been up to? Um, I started replaying Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, trying to platinum it. All right, what do you think of it, returning to it? It's cringy, now I, I go back to it. <laughs> I guess because I know what to expect. Um, All right. But, yeah, it's not that bad. I just, I think, like, I when I played it, I overhyped it so much in my mind that going back to it, it's kind of like, oh. So. It's funny, I've been meaning to return to it, too. Um, try out New Game Plus, see if I can, you know what I'm saying, ramp up the difficulty and see what I can do, like, with the, all the stuff I've earned going into it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The, are, you, um, are you just replaying it, or are you, playing, are, you doing new game, are you doing a New Game Plus? No, I'm replaying it, like, entirely, because there are certain trophies that you, like, that, like, I guess you have to start, like, I have to start my save file from scratch, because my New Game Plus doesn't really do anything okay. for me either way, so... Gotcha. All right. Well, that's cool. Um, all right. How about you, Igloo? What's been going on with you? What's that's the what's your recent like pop culture ingestion <laughs> for the week? Um well actually I've just been going through just old games on my uh, my Steam library actually. I got, I got together with like a couple of my neighbors and we were playing uh we were just playing Monaco of all things <laughs> on Friday. Uh <laughs> Which is like I had played that once before, and it's fun. But like you, I, you know, I got that game like a, a while ago. Before you know, it was like such a standard thing to like get a hold of people together to play a game online, and it was kind of cool. They were we're all in one call, and you know, we're all playing, and we're tr- struggling like you wouldn't believe because <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, two of us didn't hadn't played the game before, so we're all learning these things at the same time, and. Uh, the rest of us had been a while so that was actually it was actually kind of fun to do something like that and i think we also broke out uh, was it, uh left for dead too hell yeah oh my god hell yeah I, oh my god <laughs> and what is it left for dead too it's like i think it's uh, part of the steam summer sale so it's like a couple bucks right now oh like, it's my god. i bought both left for dead one and two for less than three dollars combined but that game it's so good. I've been dying. We gotta play together at some point. I absolutely love that game, and I'm so glad you brought it up because, man, I can't. Jesus. <laughs> well, and the thing that blew me away is that, like, I mean, the the, blo- the graphics are kind of blocky. Like, it's, oh yeah, yeah, and and there's definitely some uh, latency issues <laughs> that you know with modern internet should have gone away. So yes, it's uh. You know the play is not as smooth, but it's funny. You can, I fired when we fired up the game. Like, 
there are like a bunch of active matches going on like still today like like it's still very active which blew my mind away yeah um, but I, I think like that's like as far as the steam summer sale goes that's the steal like out of everything in there like if you don't want to get it if if you're the budget gamer just grab it like for god's sake oh man you got friends that play it you're not going to regret it because it's oh my god we got trashed so badly <laughs> oh um, probably the greatest co-op game ever made i will say it is the greatest multiplayer game ever made it's like my favorite like ever like it is such a masterpiece of like multiplayer and just in general probably my favorite survival horror game even though it's technically not but man god damn, i love that game to death thank you for bringing it up and now making me want to play it <laughs> well and the other thing that uh, i've been cracking open is uh for the first time in a while has been uh, minecraft actually uh, they got nice. their new what, what they call the Nether update, yeah. and uh, yeah, I'm actually kind of stoked for that. I, I kind of want, I can't wait to try it out and uh, and uh, check out all the new stuff and everything. It's kind of cool that you can get these updates for that for this what twelve uh, year old game or whatever it is, um, and it just on it's unreal. It just it feels like new all over again, and it's actually kind of exciting to you know crack it open and try it. Nice, um, nice. Yeah, try. I'm trying really hard to not like go through the Steam summer sale list because there's so much crap on there that I want to get. Um, yeah, it's deadly. It's oh the, that and GOG are like deadly combination, like <laughs> to have open. Um, anything else you have of interest that you wanna you you wanna like recommend to anyone that you've been up to? Um, what else? Oh, you know another one which is kind of cool. Like if you if you want to like string get yourself pumped up for uh you know star wars squadrons and just uh just to dust off your space skills um mm-hmm. there's an older game called freelancer uh and it is a uh s- space sim but it's centered around uh, a guy who's a freelancer he basically goes around uh um there's there's a story involved i can't i can't remember the details of the story but you basically you fly around and uh, uh, you find you explore the map, and you're delivering goods from like uh, different spots on the map and everything. The game is essentially it, the game is abandonware. Like the the folks who built the game, they made it uh, available for free, mm-hmm. and there's still a server out there that basically allows you to you know create like your own session where you can play with other people, and you know the graphics are a little chunky by today's standards, like especially when you're when you're at the spaceports and stuff and people like walking around it, it is pretty chunky, but like when you're in the space and part of it, there's something about it. Like, even though it's pretty low res by today's standards, it's freaking beautiful in a lot of ways. And it's, it's the action's pretty rad, especially if you can get multiple people playing it in one environment uh, and like, you know, go out and try to take out like space pirates and stuff. It's, uh, it's really cool. Cause they have a very involved, um, I don't want to say alignment system. It's uh, it's a loyalty system, mm, and okay. you know, if you fight one side, you're you you get a, a worse rating with them. But then you can technically improve it if you do things that they find less irksome. Uh, and, and so you you can kind of decide, oh hey, do I want to be on the side of these folks or do I want to be on the side of these other folks? 
uh, and play play everybody against each other. It's pretty it's pretty interesting. All right, nice. So I have two, yeah, two major things I've been playing. Um, now uh, brace yourselves. I have an opinion on on one of them. <laughs> All right. So Last of Us Part Two. I've decided I'm not going to review it. I'm not going to. Uh, record a podcast on it because i don't think the world needs another straight white dude to talk about this game (laughs) um so i'm gonna like just say everything i have to say now um i'm not gonna go into spoilers because you know some people haven't finished it whatever um overall eh, it was okay i think it's it's this weird thing where you know naughty dog was really pushing for you to to be a part of this like world and to feel bad for all these actions you all these actions and everything but it also struggled to like make you like live in it right i felt like an active like uh like this like weird like spectator to like all this violence which is fine i don't mind that but then go for it make the game just this long movie that you play that's fine but then don't do like these weird things like oh the all the characters are named all the characters like some of the characters will beg if they're like the last one standing and you're about to kill them oh if you kill a dog you're gonna feel bad for it but it, it, all that stuff added up it, it, it just feels like filler and just contributed to the awful crunch. Um, the things I did like, I love the way it looks, even though my, my, my trusty base PS4, poor girl, she, she pulled through for this one. Um, even though she sounded like she was starting up like a jet engine. The story itself was great. The story itself, it was, it, it was so good towards the end, man, it really ramped up and I loved it. Um, I loved the, the acting like Troy Baker, Ashley Johnson, the two of them as Joel and Ellie were phenomenal. I love that. I, I, especially Troy Baker, even though now he's being a baby on Twitter. Um, I love, love that stuff. Uh, Things I didn't like. It's too long. Yes. And this is coming from someone who put 200 hours into Red Dead 2 before finishing the game. Um, clearly I I have no priorities or anything like that, but man, it, it it takes a while to get there. Ask Christine on the, my sort of trouble trying to finish this game, like in tears, like please end already. Um, gameplay feels like it was it feels like a game from 2013 it really does not feel like anything new i think the actual action sometimes is pretty cool but everything else felt like the slog going through um i can't speak on some of the sort of issues i have with the story and some of the characters i don't think i'm qualified to speak on them but overall it's okay it's okay it's not terrible all those 2.3 user scores on metacritic shut up get a life um you know what this game did make me appreciate though? Uh, Pearl Jam's Lightning Bolt it was a great album. That's it. That's that's it. That's like that's basically all I got from it. Like man, I, I revisited the entire album today. Holds up. It's a great. It's a great listen. Go listen to yeah. Everyone go stream Lightning Bolt by Pearl Jam. Uh, Future Days is still a great song, and I'm glad they use in the game. And the other game I played, I got this one for review as well, um, is the Namco Museum Archives Volume One and Two. Um. Igby, let me ask you something. You you said you grew up playing with like the original NES and Super NES. Yep. Did you ever have the um the home conversions of arcade games? Like you talking like meme? No, no. Like um, you had like uh, you had like like stuff like oh. Pac Man on NES oh, cartridges on the, on NES. Yeah, yeah. Which never Man. played the same. Yeah, so it met it, it kind of fucks with your muscle memory a bit, right? Because you're used to it moving a certain way. But then when you convert that to like a D-pad, throws the game off completely. So this is what it is. It's basically these two collections full of 8-bit versions of old Namco games. Um, some of them are pretty good. 
I think the best part of this feat collection though is that they re they demade basically uh, Pac-Man Championship Edition two into an eight bit game. And for those who don't know, uh, Pac-Man Championship Edition is like this remix version of Pac-Man. It's all about trying to get high scores and trying to um like this weird rhythm into like a succession of like trying to like get this high score. They 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 made that into like an eight bit version. But overall, the collection is cool. Me, I love old like arcade compilations to death. I played the Namco Museum on what is there's a there's this old Namco Museum compilation on GameCube that I played that that introduced me to Dig Dug Galaga and, and Pac Man and Miss Pac Man, which is can never be re released for some reason. Um, stuff like that. I think this collection's great. I, I'm playing on a PS4. Probably would have been better on Switch, but I'm a sucker. I'm a sucker for old game compilations, and this one this one's pretty good. Aside from that, I'm still playing Burnout Paradise because it's the greatest racing game ever made. Um, and like I mentioned before, I'm just rewatching Community. Um, it's still a wonderful, wonderful show. Rest in peace, Advanced Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, <laughs> God, I, I, Christine, that meme you showed me today like destroyed me. Oh yeah, that the 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 Marty McFly one, but. Yeah, that's basically it. Yeah, it's been a really relaxed week. I think um, now I started up Death Stranding again. Just to play something before Ghost of Tsushima comes out. Like my my, my big AAA game before then. I even re-downloaded a, a Deus Ex, a Mankind Divided, to sort of satiate that uh, cyberpunk hunger. So we'll see. Um, other than that, Christine, as usual, I have you prepare one question for our guest. What do you have this week? Okay, mine is like incredibly Canadian because I don't have any Canadian friends. So I have to ask, is that whole like maple syrup on snow thing real? Yes, <laughs> no. Um, it's real in the sense you can do it. Uh, most folks don't because, uh, I mean, usually, this, you know, especially when you live in an urban center like I do, the snow's not super clean. <laughs> So you kind That's of what I always it. think. <laughs> yeah, but it is doable. You, but you can't just pour maple syrup onto snow. You, so the the trick is you actually have to boil the maple syrup. You got to get it into like an actual proper syrup state, and then boil down so that uh, you get the as much of the water out as possible. So it's it's a uh, thick and gloppy. And then yeah, you, if you pour it out on snow and then roll it up on a on like a popsicle stick you can what the fuck is wrong with canada (laughs) (laughs) i just thought you like squirted out the syrup from like a syrup bottle so i did not know that do stores not exist in canada do you guys just like go and like to like the local moose and then like you just have to like get popsicle sticks and (laughs) yeah everything uh, well, you know, it's the precursor to uh, Death Stranding is, you know, these most <laughs> carrying these giant packs of, you know, food and things. Uh, no, it's... The, you have the Sherpas? The, sh- Sherpas. <laughs> the Sherpas? No, the hockey no Sherpas. Sticks, no. The hockey sticks? <laughs> no, uh, if, if by Sherpas you mean, uh, you know, Canadian Mounties, uh, you know, with stuff stacked on top of their heads? No. No, okay. All right. Well, good to know. <laughs> so, I, I, do I have to bring my own popsicle stick if I visit Canada? Or will I have to one? Sure. We'll, we'll figure it out. We can, yes. every, well, every Canadian knows how to whittle. So, well, okay. We'll fashion you <laughs> a popsicle stick. But, yeah. <laughs> 
It's just national secret. Shh. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. You're, you come out the womb just like already, like with like a, a wooden duck <laughs> that you fashioned yourself. That you fashioned. <laughs> All right. Yeah, well, no, good to know. I'm kind of mad I'll never be able to try out that, that maple syrup thing here in Florida. Well, no, you can't because there's no snow here. Damn. Hmm. We're going to New York. We'll, we'll just squirt and syrup. I don't the floor trust New York. No, it's dirty. It's all This is like. <laughs> it yeah. smells like pistons in the desert already. Like. <laughs> yeah, you'd have to probably get out to Montreal or something like that. Because I think. Okay. I think that's a very. If I recall correctly, it's kind of a French Canadian thing more so than anything else. Um, <laughs> you guys are fucking weird. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Oh my um, god, so right. oh no, never mind. No, I was gonna say it, it'll come out like a sugar daddy, like you know the candies. But yeah. no, it's caramel, so never mind. Okay. Never the Canadian, mind. Do Canadians have caramel? Like did, did they is there any yeah. good like local Canadian caramel? <laughs> Just asking. Oh, you have those like the what are, what are the the craft caramels, like the little cubes that are Oh okay. Alright. Oh the little Werther's thingies. Oh yeah, we got Werther's. Okay. I love I like this uh, the Ask a Canadian segment. Um, <laughs> you know, we avoided the uh, the the elephant in the room. I mean, I guess we yeah. could have an Ask an American or Floridian. You want to ask us something, Igloo? You want to you want to insult my culture? Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll, I'll give you I'll give you a free shot. I'll give you a free <laughs> shot. Go ahead. I'll I'll give you. you, 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 you. No no I'm question. Go just a statement. So Trump. All right. Eh? <laughs> oh really? Oh, no. <laughs> Really, bro. Hey, um, I don't remember. I don't remember any of our world leaders on Splash Mountain wearing blackface. Oh, you want to you want to comment on that? You want to comment? <laughs> Can't. The website's breaking up. What's that? Shh. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> this, you're, in <laughs> you're in a tunnel. Oh man. No, we're all good here. We're all friends. We're all friends. We're all. Listen, listen. You, you, we we can't make fun of Canada too much because eventually all of us are going to start. Yeah, on, we're going to move there. My, my, yeah, we migrating there. Left. Don't yeah. worry. <laughs> all right. So I say we start with our social media plugs. Go like Christine. Where people find you? I know you're off Twitter, but might as well. Um, at Scarlet Marked on literally everything. So. All right, Igloo. I I know you're active on social media, so go ahead. Where can people find you? Yeah, you can find me primarily on Twitch and Twitter. Uh, both places, I'm igloo underscore bc. Mm-hmm. Awesome, guys! Please, whenever he streams, it's such a delight. I, I you haven't you haven't streamed in a while, and um, but I absolutely look forward to whenever you uh, you're either painting or just um. You, I remember one stream you did. You were just kind of setting up for a future stream. It was kind of nice. It was relaxing. We, you know, we, we we you know we're talking about whatever. Um, last time I watched you guys, you, you and your son play Portal. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that was fun. the thing. Was yeah, I, I, I've actually been thinking about trying to just do streams where I'm, you know, where I'm fussing around with the stuff on my screen, uh, or sorry, my stream, and just you know, fielding questions from folks who want to do their own. Um, you know, I'm not looking to like, I, I'm not streaming to make a buck or anything like that. Uh, but I, I do enjoy the interaction and stuff like that. So. Always, always happy to have folks come by in the chat and everything. And he's so desperate for human contact that he'll take my he'll <laughs> take my insults. He'll take my my abuse. He will take whatever. No people awful. in Canada. Yeah, <laughs> he will. He will. yeah. I I I don't. I assume you just live in like this like cabin like deep in like these snowy woods. Yeah. <laughs> you're just like have you of Canada. You're just throwing a uh, syrup on the ground, making sure he's trying to make something. <laughs> 
I remember like, in my French class, like I, my professor told us that there's like an underground city somewhere in Canada or something like that. I don't know if that's true. She was very old. It's like this city that's like the I don't supposedly the Canadians go there when the winters get really bad. Christine, don't ask that. It's probably like a know. national conspiracy that he's not. He's, he, no, I wonder if she was thinking about Calgary. There's so apparently Calgary, you can actually. Like for the folks who live in Calgary, like in downtown Calgary, you can actually never come outside. Like there's apparently there are tunnels that connect up most of the buildings and it's pretty customary because the temperatures drop so badly on the prairies. Like I, I, what I've always been told is if you're in that downtown core, you can like go between blocks without ever having to come up to the, or only briefly going to the surface. That's cool. Yeah. I've yet to experience it. Although maybe I'm mixing it up with Edmonton. It's one of those two cities. That is cool, though. So she right, wasn't just cool. crazy. Okay. She was very old, though. <laughs> and actually, if you're looking for a movie around that topic, uh, there's a movie called Way Downtown. Hmm. And that's all about that. Like <laughs> these like 20-somethings and their, their life in... I want to say it's Calgary, but I, I'm beginning to second guess myself. I think it's Edmonton, and but it's basically about that. There's all about them trying to survive going squirrely during the winter time, uh, and being kind of stuck inside. Oh, the movie <laughs> for <laughs> this era. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's right, pretty cool. I'm glad we got the, the sort of a uh, Canadian like uh, geography cultural lesson here. Yeah, um, Google is fake, so. <laughs> um. You can find me first find the podcast at waypoint underscore set. Find me at waypoint set CJ. I don't have anything to promote right now. Um, I think the last thing I wrote that's up is my SpongeBob uh, SquarePants Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydrated <laughs> review. I love that game so much. I'm happy. I was like one of the, the more positive reviews. Looking through like all of them, like oh, everyone gave like a four or five. One, one site gave it a two. Um, so I gave it a seven. I, I I had fun with it. So go ahead and check that out. Put my link in the description below. Uh, other than that. Thank uh, you. Thank you for joining us. No, thank you. Anytime, anytime. Um, and Christine, of course, always thank you for being here. Oh, you're and welcome. You, um, so that'll, that'll do it for this week. Um, remember, wherever the waypoint sets, we'll be there. Uh, good night. Black Lives Matter. Wear your masks. Take care.